four, three, two, one. We're back, guys. Thanks for bearing with these horrible, horrible technical difficulties. But relationships are just something that we know everybody wants to talk about. So there's no way we're not going to talk about it, okay? So that being said, creative finished off wonderfully by saying most people are just together because they are trying to avoid doing something new or they're comfortable. And a lot of us can identify with that, just staying someplace because we're simply comfortable. And life's too short for that. Creative, are you in a relationship? No. You're a smart man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, says a, ma a happily married woman. No. <laughs> Why have you chosen not to be in a relationship? Because I don't think being in a relationship really is something you can choose. It's like what do you yeah, to... wait, wait. That's a good that's a good point. Why don't you wait? Why don't you think that being in a relationship is something that you can choose? Don't you choose to be with the person or not? Because I well, yes, but it's like you gotta explain that. Being in a relationship is not something that you can choose. Do you guys agree with that? Uh please elaborate, creative. I want to know. Because people overlook lots and lots of things they don't want to spend the rest of their life with just to be in a relationship. Mm. Like, oh, damn. Take us to church. Wait, <laughs> see, you keep saying shit that, like, they, say, what, if, what do you mean when you say that? I know what you mean, but tell yeah. the people what you mean. So instead of finding, like, let's say you're a real go getter, you work hard, but you have this dude over here that's cute. But he's lazy. He don't clean up after himself. And, and really, he's instead of pushing both of your lives forward for the positive is your life is going into the negative. Like, yes, I can go out there and be in a relationship that's not compatible with me and my lifestyle and just live in heartache. Or I can wait till that person comes that has the thing, the qualities I have and the qualities that they want from a mate and get together. Yeah. And it's a beautiful um union so i feel like you equally yoked yeah equally yoked so i feel like you can't really go out and choose that it's something that has to fall into place or happen like, like i can't almost yeah like like the chemistry the butter and like things got to click so mm -hmm. it's like yes i can walk outside go down the street and get in a relationship but for that relationship i can't go out there and find that perfect relationship not perfect but you know what i'm saying I can't find no, that equally I yoked. I can't just run out in the streets and find that equally yoked relationship as fast as I could just find a relationship. It's true. Equally yoked is a very, very significant. <coughs> it's intricate. <coughs> it's intricate, right? Mm -hmm. Because being equally yoked <coughs> could be mistaken for chemistry, right? For those of us who use the term equally yoked, we have some type of a spiritual understanding, right? That our relationship and our interaction and our exchange of energy with this person supersedes something superficial, like sexual attraction. Mm -hmm. So being equally yoked means we have the same belief systems. We have similar temperances. Not, not we are the same person, but enough of who we are works to be productive mm -hmm together can we agree with that yeah okay so that being said you have chemistry which is oh my god this person is super attractive 
and everything in my body is responding to this individual. And I like how I feel. The dopamine is being released. And tonight, I'm prepared to share oxytocin, which is a chemical that is secreted when you have sex, men and women alike, oxytocin, Google that shit. But I say all that to say, creative, you're very, very right. And so a lot of the times we're not clear in our attraction. And sometimes, and I, I credit this to the, the writers of Grey's Anatomy, and that team was hired by Shonda Rhimes, my drama god. But there's a line that Christina Yang used, and she said to Burke, I'm attracted to a talent that resembles my own. So there's a difference between being attracted to someone you're supposed to work with versus someone you're supposed to be life partners with versus someone you're supposed to be soulmates with. Soulmate, someone who brings you lessons in life not someone you're going to be with forever per se, but people identify it as, oh, this is my soulmate. No, your life partner. Because you've learned how to navigate through life's biggest challenges and make it work in love, not infatuated. There's a difference between infatuation and love as well, right? Mm -hmm. So I think what's happening, I'll cut all of the extra shit I was going to say and get to it. What I think is a lot of people meet individuals that they are physically attracted to and the dopamine starts flowing and they want to have sex with this person. And if they can't have sex with this person, there is porn, which has every prototype you can think of. Everything that you're into, you can find it on Pornhub. You watch porn creator? <laughs> yeah. I mean, who doesn't in 2019? Yeah. However, no judgment. It's like, if you were in a relationship, do you think you would be watching porn? No. Why? Why do you think that? Because you'd be surprised how many people who are in relationships where they get sex frequently, but they still watch porn. So I, I understand why you wouldn't, but I'm just talking for the people who don't know you. So for the people who ask me for a friend, <laughs> asking for a friend, if you were in a relationship, would you watch porn? No, but I felt like you wouldn't need to. Like, why, why do you feel like you wouldn't need to? Because you have someone there that you are, I guess you're supposed to be physically attracted to. But what if you two didn't have the same libido? What if you two didn't have the same schedule? Well, you um you knew that before y'all got married. Not even got in a relationship. Let's talk about let's talk about situationships because we live in a generation of situationships. Not everybody is in a relationship and or married, right? Like as a married woman, I'm happy to say I have access to the DL time. <laughs> Legally. Thank you, Jesus. He's worthy. Hallelujah. <laughs> but what I must say is that being a working woman, a working wife, my husband's a working husband. You don't think you're going to be having smile sessions as, as much as you think. And it's not because you're not attracted or you're not in the mood. It's like, shit, I'm 
tired and these three, four hours of sleep are necessary. Like, like it's, it gets real on these streets. It gets real on these streets. So I'm just saying, like, you get what I'm saying. That's, well, that, that, that means they need to get up off the couch and work out more instead of laying around and eat do healthier. You think working out, so do you think working, working out has something to do with your libido? Yeah. I agree, it does. And I also know that watching porn has something to do with a libido too. So it's like if you're a man who's working out and you're still having sex with your spouse, but you still feel the need to watch porn, I want to talk to that person because you're like, listen, if I have my wife there or my spouse there, there's no need to watch porn. Like I think those people don't I think those men don't really like their wives like that. Because <laughs> I've I've been out I've been out with a lot of dudes who are married and they yeah. are hornier than the single dudes like looking at women and uh, and Big like it's, it's disgusting Big i'm like dog why like why are you so thirsty like super thirsty Big it's facts. it's crazy like i don't even hang with the dudes no more because it's, it's embarrassing how does that make you feel when you, i know you're saying you're embarrassing but what does it make you feel like like as a single person who aspires one day right i'm sure you aspire mm -hmm. to have someone who's equally yoked with you that you can have a relationship and build a future with whether mm -hmm. that be wife or even life partner outside of marriage right mm -hmm. how does that make you feel as an individual who's like yo i'm seeing this person who's been with this person for so many years but they still have this behavior how does that make you feel it I makes know how you feel like it, it makes you feel like being married is a prison because it's like they're trapped and like the ones when they when they get to get out, it's like freedom. Oh, I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know who I am. I can agree. I've experienced that with people like even as a young woman. Right. I remember me when I was single and I was trying to seek women who were married or women who were on that pursuit and mm -hmm. ask them, like, how do I cultivate those characteristics within myself? I already know typical things that my father and my mom instilled in me and my grandparents but like it's a whole new age right mm -hmm. and you don't know about something until you're in it so that being acknowledged i was often as a young woman looking to older women who were married as examples and oftentimes i was i was disappointed but i did have some examples of women who were single who were keeping themselves in a sense of they were satisfied with who they were and how they were going about life. And if they had a man, great. If they didn't, it's not time yet. And they weren't consumed by it. And those were the women who spoke the most to me, honestly. And like, it's one thing to know the, or it's one thing to have an idea of, of what kind of woman and or wife you should be, right? in your relationship and the and there's another thing to get into that relationship and then have to build cultivate sustain submit surrender to what your husband's leadership looks like and sometimes that involves sexual activity you have to really commit to that but it's like it's interesting to find how many people aren't fulfilled in those interactions overall mm -hmm. Do you think their day-to-day -day interaction has to do with their libido? And so maybe sometimes people go to other resources to find something that excites them and sustains them over even sex, which is why most emotional affairs happen.
What do you think? I just think it's like it's just the no connection thing. Like they shouldn't really be together. Cause it's like I got friends who every time you talk to them, they complain about mm. their relationship, what's going on. Uh, she don't work I that much. That too. I gotta I gotta pay all the bills, yeah. or it's always an argument, or it's just always an argument. It's like always negative. And then I got friends whose relationships are dope. Yeah. And like you like being around them. Like yeah. they like doing stuff and it's fun. So it's like when you look at both of them and you see how different they are. And it's like y'all need to just get it over with and just go separate ways. <laughs> Man. And I think most people are holding on because they don't want to go through the uncomfortable transition or they don't even want to acknowledge that they failed at something. I know for me, I'm like, hey, if my marriage failed, I'm just going to have to come out and say, hey, world, my marriage failed. I need to move on. But Mm -hmm. some people, they can't resolve to that. They have to stick on. But I also believe in fighting for a marriage, taking your vows seriously, right? Mm -hmm. And sustaining through that. So even if it becomes to a point where you're like, listen, I'm watching porn because... I'm not fulfilled. I have a higher libido or I'm entertaining this emotional conversation with this woman because she pays me attention that you don't or she strokes my ego. It's an interesting exchange between husband and wife of what that looks like. Right. Mm -hmm. To be like, I'm not sustaining and fulfilling. And the whole point of this conversation was because I was reading articles about pornography and how it's uh, rewiring people's brains. It's changing chemical things within people's brains. And I was thinking like, well, let me look at the relationship statistics. If you look at relationships, uh, sorry, relationship statistics, you can find out what's making people happy, what's making people unhappy, if they're entertaining relationships and or not, if they're already in long-term relationships, are they married and or not married, and what kind of uh, liberties do their relationships allow to to sustain that happiness, right? Mm-hmm. Before you lose that person that you invested so much time with. And I think that's what it really comes down to, right? Yeah. People looking at how much time they put into something and they're afraid to be like, I failed, I need to move on, reshopping my communication skills, my intimacy skills, or whatever fuck skills you have to have when you're considering those things um i've always been unconventional but people when you're opening yourself up to pornography not only are you rewiring your brain you're also opening yourself up to spiritual attachments that supersede anything you've ever expected to fight and so you have to ask yourself why am I watching this? What's intriguing about it? Why do I feel the need to really dive in? And why is this enough? Because I read another article that said it affects your actual sexual encounters. Have you had that happen? Mm-mm. Yeah. But it said, <laughs> it said that sometimes when you watch pornography, it can disrupt your natural sexual 
experiences, meaning that you will be having sex and not even be into it because you have something in your mind and your reality is not aligning with what you have in your mind. Do you think that's more for like the sex, like the porn addicts? What's a porn addict though? Man, that's the people who need to watch porn like five or six, seven times a day. Like they have or to watch. while they're having sex. Yeah. What about the people who want to watch porn while they're having sex? Do you uh, identify that as someone who has an, some type of an addiction? Yeah, because that's probably the only way they can get off Me is too. have that on. Have it on. And how does that make the other person feel? I'd be thinking about that shit. Like, how does that make the other person feel? I remember like being young and turned out to certain shit. And you come to realization, and you start to think like, wow, why do we always have to do it this way? And that's another good test for those of you women who want to know, like, why is my, my man into certain shit? Ask questions about his initial sexual experiences, because that will uh, give you insight into what the fuck you're going to do right now. And same thing for men, too. Like, it will give you insight into what you're going to do right now. The whole conversation today is that we want people to have healthy mindsets, healthy relationships, maintain them outside of sexual attraction. You should be being attracted to someone outside of the physical, although the physical is important. And I hate listening to people who be like, beauty's on the inside. No, motherfucker, beauty's on the outside too. Because if I'm not attracted to you, I'm not trying to talk about you and find out that you're beautiful. Is that true or not? I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. And plus, you the conversations to- need to be had. Like, quit t- quit running to your friends having the conversations. And when I asked, have you told her that you're not having the conversations? So you're just going to go through life having conversations with other people and not get into the root of the problem with your mate. That's a great point. Elaborate. Elaborate. Because I know where you're at, but I don't want to say it. I want you to say it. Elaborate. Go on. Oh, like anything that's going anything that's going wrong in a relationship, like, or you feel a certain way when they do this or that. Like, I know you might be scared. Keep that shit to yourself. Go on. I'm this, sorry. This, this will ruin the relationship or they're going to get mad. Well, you're you going to be uh, distraught and miserable for the rest of your life or you can get it out on the table and work on fixing it maybe go to therapy couples therapy or something but stop holding everything in and telling all your friends your business friends misery loves company creative i couldn't agree 100 million percent more don't talk about your problems to people who don't have what you have i understand the need to vent especially as a woman you want to vent right want to get wisdom understanding because your vows are serious or even if you're with someone who you feel like you have a future with that's just serious so what you can't do like he's what he said is going around talking to people who don't have what you have or talking to people who are not who aren't going to give you wisdom about what you're going through if their answers always leave that person they're not asking you to challenge yourself on what you could be doing wrong not to say that you always have to ask yourself no i'm sorry not to say that you always have to ask yourself that you're doing something wrong it's just to be aware that yes you have imperfections but are you aware of your imperfections have you stated those things and are you consciously working on those problems so that you don't need fucking constant reminders which could be manipulation in the long run you feel me which leads often to being turned off by your spouse 
You go to other avenues. Relationships, people. We don't have to keep diving deep. You guys already know. Creative stated it best. Stop staying in relationships that are convenient for you. Those aren't relationships. Those are called situationships. And you are better than a situationship. You're worthy of being a husband. You're worthy of being a wife. You're worthy of being a team. Hashtag relationship goals and all that other shit people like to do, right? When in the background, you're really arguing, like, I hate you, I hate you, I you. You know, but anyhow, I say all that to say, you really have to get clear on what's going to fulfill you because there are different devices out there that are for your harm. I know a lot of people think porn is harmless. It's not harmless. I had articles and things that I wanted to go over, but we had so many technical difficulties and I felt like it was so appropriate to just kind of give feedback off of our heads because like creative, I have friends as well that communicate their displeasures in their relationships. And they ask me things to just be like, hey, well, what do you think about this? You and your husband seem to be perfect. No, we're not perfect, but we are equally yoked. And being equally yoked doesn't mean everything's gonna feel great all the time, but you have to understand the balance of what feeling fulfilled looks like. Feeling fulfilled doesn't mean like your spouse is gonna give you all the right answers and all the things you want to hear all the time. It's going to look like they're looking out for the team, right? And when you understand that, oh, this person's looking out for the team, intimacy is birthed through that. And attraction and sexual attraction is even cultivated, I'm sorry, cultivated through that because you start to view your partner and say, wow, this person is looking out for where we're going. And it's turning me on. Use that energy with your spouse. Don't go to porn and melt your brain away. If you're in a relationship and you're not fulfilled sexually, communicate with your partner. Have conversations in the app. You're getting it in. Hey, 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 hey. I like it when you do this. I like it when you do that. This is for married couples because I can't I can't give advice to people who ain't married. And Jesus, Jesus, name, Jesus, name. No. But what, <laughs> what I am saying is this. You must communicate in a relationship. When you communicate in a relationship through the good and through the bad, you can find sustenance to move forward. And that will eliminate distractions like porn and like Tinder, where you're somewhat in a relationship, but you can hook up with someone in any five mile geographical radius, and no one ever has to know if you do it discreetly enough. But if you end up coughing six months later and your white blood cells are low, mm. why I gotta go to the clinic? You wasn't checking for me. You weren't happy. You see what I'm saying? Maintain your relationships, guys. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for tuning in twice to Cannabis and Chardonnay. We love you guys for tuning in. Um, Stylus is developing his website. He's out there building his shit, getting ready to launch. So you guys check out twostylus.com and cartoonmatrix.com. It launches May 1st, so check it out. Go and support your boy. 
And then it's your girl, Sin, Cannabis and Chardonnay. Subscribe, like, tune in. We're talking about real shit. It's not always going to be what you think it should be, but it's going to be some shit you need to hear. Yeah, y'all hit me up. Thecreativebully.com You know it. So, guys, we'll see you next Tuesday at 5.30 in shit. And just rock with us. Um, One more RIP to my brother, Anthony. He's in the presence of the Lord. It's been a tough week. Just looking at different things and going through things. Shout out to Damien D.T. Turner for the comments and all the good love. But essentially, my bro, Ant, I know you're in heaven. Shout out to my sisters, Dorothy Watley. Shout out to my sister, Tish. Shout out to um, just everybody who loved our family. Parents, mother, father, siblings, everyone who, who loved our family. So send prayers, send positive energy and vibes to my family for this time. And we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Right, creative? Yep, yep. You know where to go. What time is the uh, site going live? Like 1 p.m. tomorrow or? No, 12 a.m. tonight. Oh, word.